other side of midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. It's Friday, TGIF. We made it. And I was speaking with a very prominent attorney right before the show. And he said his favorite portion of the Friday program is when I try to explain to you, the audience, what a question is, what an interrogative statement is, and what words usually begin them. So for my friend Arthur's sake, let me get that out of the way right now. What? Who, where, does, do, how, when. Those are all statements that indicate a question is likely to begin or or words that indicate a question is likely to begin. If you have a question on any subject from Star Trek, boxers or briefs, political issues, Atlantic City, anything at all, anything that you are genuinely curious about, call right now, 800-848-WABC. That's 800-848-9222. We will give away a prize for whomever comes up with the best question. Speaking of WABC, you know what I did yesterday? I ordered, I pre-ordered, I should say, a copy of John Katsimatidi's new book, How Far Do You Want to Go? But there is is a chance that you could get a copy for free. How do you do that? All you have to do is join the 77 WABC VIP club by downloading the app or going to wabcradio.com slash VIP and enter now for this week's 77 WABC VIP club prize. It is a personalized and autographed copy of WABC owners uh, John Katzenmatidi's new book. Join the WABC family every week. We're giving away prizes to our WABC VIP members. There's live event experiences, celebrity meet and greet, and a whole bunch of other things. Go to wabcradio.com slash VIP, and you'll also receive a special members-only newsletter and be automatically entered for a chance to win each week's WABC prize. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. You know, one of the things that I love most about New York are parks. And there are so many great reasons to stay in New York and to live in New York. And to me, parks is just another reason. New York actually has the oldest park system in the entire nation, and people are increasingly flocking to it. The state's 250 parks, historic sites, trails, and boat launches had record attendance in 2022 with 79.5 million visitors. That is a 1.2% increase from the year before. The park system is really a crown jewel of New York, but it fell into some disrepair a few decades ago. And that changed when Governor Andrew Cuomo, to his credit, took office and pledged $1 billion in upgrades by 2020. Hochul has picked up that mantle and is proposing another $200 million in capital funding in her budget plan to continue upgrades and power park facilities with renewable energy. Putting the renewable energy aspect of that aside, attendance at the state's public parks has been steadily climbing 
for more than a decade. It rose nearly 43% since 2008. The most visited remains, no surprise here, Niagara Falls State Park. People like to see those waterfalls. I've seen them. They're very, very beautiful. 9.4 million visits. That's followed by Jones Beach on Long Island at 8.5 million. I was at a concert with the WABC promotions team at Jones Beach, but that was my only time there. I've not really spent much time there, but my wife has. She really is a big fan. So I wanted to tell you about this to make sure that you're taking advantage of this. You're paying the taxes for these parks. Don't let these be parks that are just enjoyed by other people. We've had some unseasonably wonderful weather this week. If that's the case this weekend as well, go out and enjoy some of New York's great parks because a lot of other people are. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. This may seem like an odd thing for me to focus on in a local spotlight, but we're going to talk about California for two minutes, and it really only takes two minutes. We've learned that uh, Senator Dianne Feinstein is not running for re-election. She's retiring, and that's setting off a firestorm of people that want to fill her shoes. California has a really awful election system, and it's something that sounds good, and I think I probably was for it when it was first proposed. It is a disaster. Basically, the way it works in California is all the candidates run together and then the top two vote getters advance to a second round. Now, it's a disaster for a whole bunch of reasons. Number one, it's unfair to minor party and independent candidates because they're never going to make that second round. But it's also potentially unfair for major parties. In the last U.S. Senate election, there was no Republican on the ballot. And we've seen that happen in a whole bunch of other districts where the final round is either two Democrats or two Republicans. And that really screws over the voter. We learned that the California Congress member Barbara Lee has filed with the FEC to run. Already, two other California Democrats had declared their intent for the seat, Adam Schiff and Katie Porter. And there's a possible fourth Democratic contender that is looking at running as well. Congress member Ro Khanna. If four Democratic Congress members who all have their own following run in this California top two primary, that opens up the very real possibility that none of the Democrats would place first or second. If there are two and only two Republicans who run and who both have substantial support, that could end up with two Republicans in the last round. Vote. If two Republicans ended up on the November 2024 California ballot for U.S. Senate, that would be the end of the top two system in California. Democrats would go all out to repeal it. That's why I'm hoping that's what occurs. I hope there are two Republican viable candidates with funding who end up running for U.S. Senate in California. Maybe one kind of a Trump-style conservative, one maybe a Schwarzenegger-style moderate, and let there be only two Republicans and let them be the two that make it to the final round. That's what I'm rooting for. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. 
Do you remember City Council Member Andy King from the Bronx? He was expelled from the New York City Council after a committee substantiated claims that he harassed his staff, took a $2,000 kickback from an aide, and ignored the council's discipline. Now, former Council Member Andy King is trying to get back in. He filed Wednesday to run for City Council, and look, I'm all for looking at comeback stories. We've seen a lot of leaders, not only in New York, but around the world have pretty remarkable comeback stories. Here's the rub for him, though, and I'm curious to see how this is going to work out. He is legally barred from running this year due to term limits. You see, King was first elected to the city council in a 2012 special election. Then he was reelected to a full four-year term in 2013 and then again in 2017. The city charter is clear that members are limited to two consecutive full terms and that they're not eligible again until one full term or more has elapsed since they left. The charter is also clear that the two-year term members are currently serving does not count as a full term. And if Andy King thinks he's exempt because he was expelled before the end of the term, the charter answers that too. Here's what it says. And uh, city and state, Jeff Colton has done some great reporting on this. A member of the council who resigns or is removed from office prior to the completion of a full term shall be deemed to have held that office for a full term. So I'm trying to figure out what this guy is doing? Why is he running for a council seat that he's clearly ineligible for? Is he going to try to go to court and have that aspect of the city charter declared unconstitutional? Is the Board of Elections going to put him on the ballot? I don't know. These are all very interesting questions that all have come about because Andy King is running, apparently, for an office he's ineligible to hold. Beam me up! To be continued. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.